Hello. Hey, how you doing? I'm well. How are you? Great. Welcome to the Castro Files. Another great episode coming up. Good story. Beth's got a great one for tonight. Yep. I'm really excited. Good Should story. Good story. Creepy from what I've heard and what I've seen so far. So yeah, I'm excited about this one. Thank you guys so much for joining in again. Appreciate it as always. Thank you. You can find us on all of the the typical places, iTunes, Spotify for the audio stuff. Under the bar is open with Beth and Greg for the audio stuff. But YouTube, of course, right? Go out, like, and subscribe, and then share Please. the show. Yes, Please share us. Share the show. Show us some love and share us. Absolutely. Say that really fast three times. <laughs> so we're gonna get into the, get into Beth's story yep. real quick here, in just a second. But again, thank you guys so much for joining. It's gonna be awesome. I'm excited. This is part one. Part one of what will be a two. Which I didn't know it was going to be a two-parter until I got a little further into my yeah. the, the book research. I was looking at. Yeah, it's really cool. So, all right. Let's jump in, honey. All right. So tonight I'm going to tell you the story of The What If Man. Right. Um, it's from the Creepypasta Stories, The Night Told by Joshua Lee. Um, I think you guys have heard us reference Creepypasta before. They're really good about putting some um, good stories it's out creepy. there. And they have some books that I was super excited to find. So that's what I'll be reading from tonight. Awesome. Uh, again, the name of the story is, <clears throat> excuse me, The What If Man. The What If Man. <clears throat> All right. So you ready? Yep. All right. I'm good. I've tried most of the summoning games and rituals that you can find across the web or on Reddit. Games like The Midnight Game, The Elevator Game, as well as the more ritualistic ones like The Dark Reflections Ritual or The Three Kings Ritual, even the silly Charlie Charlie Challenge. So this is somebody who likes those kind of... This is kind of like Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Kind, kind of, of kind of. It's a little different twist on it, but yes. All right. <clears throat> none of them gave me what I was looking for. That is to say, none of them worked like they were supposed to, at least not for me. I mean, sure, some scared me more than others, but after the adrenaline of the unknown wore off, I found myself and my friends just staring at each other in the dark. We gave in to our own fears and would make up scenarios of, oh, what if this happened or what if this happened? Most of it was scary in a fun way, but just wasn't real. Then I found the what if man. I had seen a couple different postings and threads, all with similar titles like, what if I found him at midnight? or asking, what if I stayed with her? There were other several cases and the words what if were always either capitalized or italicized. Sometimes the words having strike through them or underlines. Whatever the difference was, it was only the words what if. So I began to track every post and comment and video I could find. I began to search the source video or post, you know, the ones, uh, you know, the one someone originally made as a creepy pasta and others elaborated on. This is, after all, how the infamous Slenderman began. Right. The problem was, I couldn't find the actual source video or post. Granted, I'm not exactly a, high, uh, a hacker type man. I know how to use a computer and compare dates to find the earliest one. Of everything I found, none of them went further back than August 21st of 2017. And on that date, there were three videos and seven different posts about the what if. I won't go into details about those because the short version is they were all experienced experiences with the what if man they didn't tell me exactly how they met or summoned him they did all share the same exact description of what happened when you met the man but it still didn't prepare me at all for what was about to happen when i finally met him <clears throat> after downloading the videos and copying the posts about him i decided on a direct approach 
I messaged one of the video uploaders and never got a reply. Another one told me to piss off and never contact him again. <laughs> a bit melodramatic, that one. But the third one, though, the third one asked me why. This was the one who would talk. Nobody asked why unless they had the information being asked about. So I told the uploader exactly why I sent the direct message. Thanks for getting back to me. To be honest, I've tried all the other crap online, so it's sort of a twisted hobby of mine, and I found this challenge to be the most obscure so far. I was hoping you could give me some details and instructions on how it all works. Dave. I waited three days for reply, but when I finally got the alert of a new message, I opened it quickly. Dave, this isn't a challenge or a trend. People have gotten hurt doing this. You could tell everyone it's a sham or just forget about it entirely. Uh, uh, anything would be better than looking for the what if man. But if you're determined to talk to him, I'll tell you how. If only to make sure you're aware of the risk that someone else might not warn you about. Seriously, you don't want to meet him. Please consider your life and your sanity. Enon. The reply sounded like a poor attempt to lure me in. Nothing makes you want to look down faster than someone saying, hey, don't look down. Enon, whatever that was, wanted me to meet the what if man. They just didn't want to look eager. So I wrote back, Enon, I appreciate your concern, but I would still like you to tell me everything you know, such as how to meet him. What happens when I do? Everything I've seen so far has been nonspecific, Dave. This time, the reply happened within minutes. The what if man can tell you or show you anything you ask him to. He doesn't lie or manipulate the answer in any way. That's not why he's dangerous. It's because the more you ask, the more you lose. Remember that above all else, the more you ask, the more you lose. It's a trade, I think. You ask him and in return, you give some of your sanity or your soul or something. Whatever it is, is strong enough to mess you up. I know a guy that lost everything and now he sits in a room chewing on his shirt all day. You don't want that to be you, so you need to be careful. I once talked to someone that had summoned him a few times and they were fine, but someone else asked him too many and they killed themselves shortly thereafter. This is your last chance. Leave it, Elon. Okay, so, <clears throat> like you said, it's Excuse the trade off. Allergy still. Right. Mm -hmm. If you can know anything. What are the Powerball numbers? <laughs> just a little nope. crazy at that point. Uh, yes, okay. But Maybe I just become a little eccentric. All right. I mean, is it worth the Powerball winning? Yes. Maybe? Okay. So um, what he or she was telling me was very generic to these types of games. I've heard of everything from abduction to insanity to time travel uh, and to even time travel. As I said before, I've done all the games before and nothing ever happened. So, of course, I replied again with one question. How do I meet the what if man? Excuse me. This time the, re the reply took longer. I checked my phone every few hours and whenever I got a notification that wasn't a reply, I grew more and more anxious and irritated. I was lured in and at the edge of my seat for a week before I got my answer. Dave, I don't want to hear about your experience with the what if man. If it works or not, I'm asking you in return to delete all of our communication logs and forget everything about me. I should have dropped this account years ago. Anyways, I guess I was waiting for someone to come along so I could do this one last time. Either way, this will be the last message you receive from me. The instructions. The what if man can be anyone. It's not one singular entity or shape. I don't know if it assumes the form of a man or takes over a man. Either way, he could be anyone. And you'll know who he is by the reply he gives you. At exactly midnight, you must have a foot on each side of a doorway. It doesn't matter if it's your home or your office or a motel. 
any doorway. Start at 11.59, and while it's and while it's midnight, you leave the doorway. Several people can do this, but only one person who takes the first step can ask him questions. Walk any direction on the nearest road or sidewalk. Sometimes he comes quickly, and sometimes it takes a while. You'll see someone walking towards you. It could be someone young, someone old, or even walking a dog. As the person gets closer to you, you ask, are you him? Loud and clear. You can start with hello or excuse, excuse me if you'd like, but the first question you must always ask is, are you him? If the person doesn't reply at all, you need to go back to your doorway right, doorway right away and get inside. Don't stay outside and don't go anywhere else. Honestly, I'm not sure why. I don't know what happens, but go back to your room. If he asks, what if I am, then you've done it. If they say anything else, then you've done something wrong and it's just a stranger. So the key word is, what if I am? If he asks, what if I am, then he will stop walking and wait for your questions. You've got him. He will only answer questions beginning with, what if? And if he can't tell you the answer, then he will look directly into your eyes and show you the answer. You won't fill the trade at first. It takes a few days. So you must be very careful how many questions you ask. It takes more and less from different people. You won't be permanently changed if you don't go over the limit. You'll just have migraines, maybe some high anxiety for a few days. But every time you go back to him, it costs more. So again, be careful. And when you're done asking questions, thank the what if man for answering your questions and then leave him and don't look back. Good luck, Dave. Whatever information you share with others is on you. It's your burden, Enon. I read the reply another time, really absorbing the instructions. I copied the instructions to a new document, printed out a copy to hold and reread at my leisure. And as part of the bargain, I deleted the thread messages and Eon's contact. Probably useless actions since Eon said they wouldn't be using the account again, but I'm an honest man and it was expected of me. Frankly, it sounded so basic, so plain, like nothing the Three Kings ritual or the elevator game that takes time and items and faith. No, this one was just simply go outside and meet someone. Meet him. I wasn't even sure if I would drag friends with me to this one. It's something I could easily do alone. Looking back, I should have brought someone with me, at least for the discussion after. Either way, that was before I knew what I know now. I guess that's the kind of his whole thing. I know that I was going to be doing it that night. I didn't need to prepare anything or buy anything, so why not? It was already 6 p.m. when I read the reply, so I had time to get something good to eat and most importantly, think about what I would want to ask or how many questions I would ask. See, I still don't know what determines how many questions a person can ask. I got my favorite fast food dinner, uh, a little bit of Taco Bell. I made sure my phone was fully charged and to kill the remaining time, I searched online for anything else about the what if man. This is where things begin to turn. I couldn't find anything, nothing at all. No videos, no posts, nothing I had bookmarked before, and not even my own downloads that I saved to my computer. I couldn't find a damn thing about the what-if man. It didn't make any sense because Enon didn't post anything else, so he couldn't have deleted them. And not only that, but whatever goes online stays online. Somewhere. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. There's always a digital trail. Except this. Yeah, this one was just gone. After I exhausted my search engines, I decided to make a quick list of what I would want or should ask. It was now 1130. I eyed the door eagerly and wrote down a couple questions. What if I had stayed in college? What if I had not broken up with Jenna? What if I had a billion dollars? What would that be like? I wonder how the question in a question would work. What if my father hadn't died? That one. That one was the most curious about, but also the most nervous to write down at all. Yeah. 
I looked up from my writing to see that it was already 11.58. Excuse me. I put the paper in my pocket and opened the door, placing one foot on the outside and one foot on the inside with my nose facing the doorframe, trying my hardest to line up perfectly down the middle. I held my phone to my face and watched the clock. Luckily, I lived in the elderly part of an apartment complex, so most of my immediate neighbors were asleep. Something I hated at first, knowing that everyone my age was living on the other end of the complex. Apparently, the apartment manager had been trying to keep the age groups together to keep an eye on everyone, but for whatever reason, I got the short end of the stick. 11.59. I raised my phone so I could see it just holding my eyes to the side, nose almost against the doorframe, watching my breathing slowed, and I could feel the rush of anticipation begin. 12 o'clock. I stepped fully outside the door, hesitated. Should I close it? What if I need to get back inside quickly? I didn't want to ruin this chance, so I left the door open and walked casually towards the sidewalk. I never even considered which way I would turn, so I instinctively turned right and began to walk. My eyes searched every window, every door, every shadow behind the trees. I looked for signs of any movement. I walked nearly around the entire complex and didn't see a soul. I'll be honest, I felt a bit foolish, as always, another internet game ending with nothing but wasted time. But no sooner had I given up than I saw someone ahead of me, someone walking. Too far to make out any features, my heart began to race. The person was walking at a slow and steady pace with a bit of a hobble. Maybe it was one of the older folks living around here out on a midnight stroll, or maybe it wasn't. Who I could see now, who I could now see was in fact a man, was now close enough for me to see his face. He was elderly and smiled at me as if to say hello. He was just ahead of me. He was besides me. My heart was thundering my chest and I blurted out, um, excuse me, are, are you him? The man stopped walking, the smile still in his face. We looked at each other for what felt like minutes. He just stared blankly back at me until finally he said, what if I am? I felt my stomach drop and my lungs begin to work excessively. I forced myself to calm down before saying anything else. You're really him, I muttered. He, of course, did not answer. He merely smiled at me, waiting for the proper phrasing. My hands, my, my shaky hands pulled a piece of paper out from my pocket. Thank God I had written it because in this moment, I couldn't have remembered anything I wanted to ask. I looked down quickly, then back at the man. What if I had stayed in college? I asked him. He nodded a bit absently as old people do, then replied, you would hate it. You'd be working hard. You'd be working hard hours for good pay, but at the cost of your social life and your connections. You would know every day that being a physical therapist sounds good in theory, but it's not who you are. But you would stay and work because you earned that job whether you liked it or not. I was stunned. Hell, that's an understatement. I was flabbergasted. Anyone could have replied with a generic answer, but he knew. But what if man knew exactly what I was asking? I glanced at the paper again. The other questions seemed a bit irrelevant. If I could know the answer to anything at all, why the hell would it matter what I would do with a billion dollars? The real, I asked the real question I wanted answered. What if, what if my father hadn't died, I asked. The what if man slowly reached up and towards me. At first, I thought about stepping back or pulling away, but I didn't, I couldn't. He touched my face and his hand rested on my cheek and I saw it. I saw it like flashbacks in a movie. The night he died in the accident. Instead, the night he died in the accident, he instead comes home. He picks me up and hugs me like he always had done. He kisses my mother. Next, I was a few years older. I stormed away from him and slammed the door as he walked up to the door and rested a hand on it, apparently deciding against arguing with teenage me. Next, he was at my high school graduation. Next, I was hugging him and congratulating him on, he was expecting another child. 
Next, she was born and I hugged and cried with my parents. Next, I shook his hand as I left for college. Then there were my college graduation. I was introducing them to my girlfriend. It stopped. The memories had apparently caught him, uh, caught him to what would have been right now. The emotions all hit me at once. Every feeling from sadness to joy, happiness, excitement, all of it hit me and I buckled to my knees. Then it was all ripped from me as reality came crashing back. I threw up a little bit on the sidewalk in my my own hands and I couldn't have stopped it if I wanted to. The emotional pain was something I had never felt before. I wiped my hands off on the grass, then stood up. He was unfazed by my reaction. He merely stared at me with a smile. What if I asked you what you are? I asked quickly. The what if man responded. I would tell you that I'm as old as possibility itself. I would tell you that I see and feel everything I show people. I would tell you that I have been the possibilities of uh, pharaohs and kings, and I have seen the possibilities of the rich and the poor. I would tell you that I am the keeper of the unknown and the thief of hope. His answer set me back. The thief of hope? What, What the hell does that even mean? At the time, I had no idea what he meant. I do now, of course. I look around the street, empty except for him and I, except, empty except for him and I. I wanted to ask him one more thing, something that now seems stupid, but at the time really did want to know. What if I hadn't broke up with Jenna? You would have been together for five years. You would have loved her more than you would have loved anyone. You would do anything for her, and after five years, she would leave you. She would leave you a broken man. She would leave and find the man she will marry. She would leave you an empty, emotional man filled with anger and you would hate her forever. That answer hit me harder than I expected, and I felt confused and a little angry at the what-if man and myself for what I would have allowed her to do. I knew I should stop there, but in my nervous excitement, I asked one more question, the last question. What if I ask you too many questions? His smile widened, and for the first time, I felt uneasy. His smile didn't fit his face. It looked so eager, so wide and terrible that I took a step back. Thankfully, he did not move with me. Your mind would decay. You would think about things I have told you. You would dwell on them. You would despise the bad things and you would pray to relive, pray to relive the good things I have shown you. You would come to learn that everything you hope for is gone because now you know how things could have been. You would come back to me several times until all that you are is consumed. And the last question you ask me will be, what if I had never met you? And I would show you the answer. His, his, his wide grin returned to normal, and he merely just looked at me again. I took another step back from the what-if man. His response made me cold. It sent chills down my spine, and the hairs on my arms stood up. I was done. I didn't want to say another word to him, but I had to. Thank you, I said. Thank you for answering my questions. Wordlessly, the what-if man held up a fist with the back of his hand with his knuckles towards me and raised one at a time a finger until all five of them were held up five fingers for five questions. He smiled and tilted his head downwards. I turned and continued the way I had been walking. And as much as I wanted to look back one last time and see if he was gone or if he was just standing there, I was equally terrified to know the answer. I had asked him five questions. They had all come out so fast I didn't realize how many it had been. Was it too many? Was it just enough? Thoughts raced through my mind as I walked. I finished the walk around the complex and made it back to my open door. I stepped inside, closed and locked the door. 
I felt sick and unclean, like I'd just been somewhere I wasn't supposed to be. I sat alone in my apartment with every light on until the sun came up and the banished the darkness away. Then I began to write this, because everything I had found online about the what-if man was gone, and I couldn't just keep this in my head. I had to tell someone. I had to get it out, because I know that someone out there has questions they want answered, and they deserve to know. Whatever the cost, they deserve to know. So now you know how to meet the what-if man. Just be careful how many questions you ask. I asked him five questions. I don't know if it's lack of sleep or the adrenaline crash, but I feel a headache starting, and I'm sure it's just the paranoia right now, but I can't help but wonder what would happen. No. What if, what if I could ask him just one more question? That's how it ends. It gives me goosebumps. creepy. So that's part one. <clears throat> it's part one, but... but- so, the part that makes it really creepy in the end is when he asks, what if I've asked you too many questions? And, and he says, um, dwell you'll dwell on it and you will come back to see me several times. And at the very end, he's already asking, what if I just ask him one more question? Yeah. So just he asked him too many questions. One more. Yep. Right? Yeah. Because, yeah, if you had access to, to anything. The unknown. Right. That's great. That's a great story. Absolutely. So, yeah. So I had a couple. I was like, yeah. So he can go back as many times as he wants. He you just do the ritual. ritual again, yeah. Right? And yeah. you can call him out. And it could be, like I said, a little kid. Or, it could be the same man. It could be somebody different. Right. It could be yeah. anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, just that's creepy. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So while it's fiction, it kind of goes in. Is it? It goes into that, like I said, the Bloody Mary's tales. Oh, well, the Slender kids, Man started Slender off as man. fiction and people swear by it now. So, yeah. If you create it, if you think it up and things yep. like that come out never know exactly so, creepy creepy yeah. absolutely great story what thanks if? what if because we all ask ourselves that probably a hundred times a what day would you ask what would you ask yourself i wouldn't would ask shit ask? i know better <laughs> i read this story um what if the the dad one man that yeah, got me that was that was Oof, tough that's tough yeah yeah like, especially because the memory stopped where he was now right so he would have had his dad this whole time yeah so yeah, it's what would you ask? Do you know what you would ask? I don't know. I don't know either. I probably I would probably go to the same thing, like about my brother Chris who died yeah. years and years and years ago. Yeah. Right? Like what would have what if he had lived or something like that? You go to like What if I, my brother had you know, yeah. but you can't but it's not real. It's real. Like this is what would have happened. But it It's a vision, it's not reality. Yeah. And then you but you have to be careful to not get stuck and live on the vision instead of the reality that is your world. That is real life. Yeah. yeah so Good one, honey. Liked Thanks. it. Loved it. Good. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Like I said, Beth will have a part two to yes. that next, next week. week. Yeah. Um, coming up on that. So thank you so much. Go out, like, subscribe to the channel. If you don't mind, give us a little thumbs up. Go out yeah. to Spotify. Give us some love. Give us some love on there and on iTunes as well. Leave yep. a little review for us. Appreciate it. All right. Until next time. We'll catch Bye, you later. Bye, guys. Love Cheers. you. Cheers. Yeah.